0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the Truth to Power show, and my name is Beverly D, and uh, today is uh, Tuesday, and every Monday and Tuesday, we have Robert X, and Robert X have his forums with us here, and we are so grateful for that. We are learning a lot. Robert X, are you there? Can you hear me? I have a different phone, so I don't know if it's working right. Can you hear me?
2: You have in the... Techno- technological, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the other word to use, but I know <laughs> when you get these phones today, you literally have to have a manual oh. to operate these things. Yes, I, I can mean, hear I'm, I'm, Okay,
1: great. I've been dealing with this phone all day. I just got it together with some technical notes. Yeah, I can imagine.
2: <laughs> I can, imagine.
1: <laughs> uh, can you, uh, before we get started, uh, we need your email
2: address. Oh, okay. Um you can contact me at m c c a y Y R nine Five Nine Nine at Yahoo dot com. All right.
1: All right. Okay, um and and I wanna remind the family to continue to send your donations so uh brother Robert can continue with his research uh that he over the years has dedicated uh large part of his life to to make sure that we stay aware of what is going on and we definitely appreciate you brother Robert X.
3: Well I appreciate
2: that Sister Bev and of course I definitely appreciate the family.
1: Yes. So uh, you I, left I, off I, yesterday go ahead. Go ahead. No go ahead. I was just gonna say you left off yesterday dealing with those uh those uh <laughs> those threes, those booty yeah. threes
2: i think this is interesting, Sister Bear. and you know I, and that's why i tell the family you know this is a learning process for me as well now i may get the information before the family does because i'm primarily doing the research mm-hmm. uh, but i can assure you uh I'll, this is a learning process for me as well
3: and you know it's, it's at the uh
2: due to the graces of the family you know with their donations and my people here that i'm able to do these things uh I'll be the first to admit, uh, if, you, if you're if you doing this um, uh, for financial gain, it's never been uh, uh, a prerequisite of mine to do anything for money, okay? Um, I've made that my mission. But I want the family to understand that you should never let anybody define you based on, Capital, because that's what this system is really all about. That's why everything is upside down today, because we've been taught to only respect those people who have money. And I find, throughout my sojourn, that some of the most ignorant people that I've ever run across are the people who got the money. Now, that's not to say that that's that's a total condemnation of people with money, but it's certainly part of the norm because they're not going to promote you in this system if you're truly about the liberation of not just our people, but other people. As a matter of fact, they kill you in this country when you seek to liberate people from the vestiges of the system of white supremacy. So, uh, I've always looked skeptically and I, I advise the family to look skeptically at anybody, uh, who claims to want to do anything for the family, but that dollar sign is the prerequisite in which, you know, things get done. That's not the prerequisite. And this is what I've tried to show in, you know, in my years of study, that, you know, don't let anybody define you based on how much money you have. Because it's a psychological thing, Sister Bear. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we all know, you know, we, we look down on people who don't have money. And so, yeah, you can put up the facade, you can get a Bentley, but that don't mean that you know anything. I mean, Hollywood is full of people with Bentleys. This country is full of people uh, with Bentleys. But look look at the nature of this system and bankrupt this system is, and it's run by the people with the money. So something is out of whack here, okay? That should be painfully obvious to everybody. So that's a clear example. That money don't necessarily dictate Consciousness Or intelligence Uh, They just merely want you To perceive money As being the arbiter Of intelligence or consciousness So we gotta always be aware of that You know
4: It's
0: like that
2: old saying uh, You can't judge a book by its cover Old, old saying (laughs) But it's true Yes it is Unfortunately we've been taught to judge books by the cover you know, uh, packaging says new and improved Tide. It must be new and improved Tide. Disregard <laughs> the fact that it's the same Tide in a different box, uh, we've been told that it's new and improved because the packaging is different. The fact of the matter is it's the same stuff that you bought all the time. So that's just it another might example.
1: Might even, it might even be a little diluted.
2: This is true. No question about it. And we see that all the time. If we, if we, For those people who go to grocery stores, I'm sure you'll note that you used to be able to go to the store and get a five-pound bag of sugar, right? Yeah. Well, to show you how slick they are, uh, uh, and the, and the five-pound bag of sugar, say, used to cost uh, $2. they did was they got slick. They changed the packaging. They give you four pounds. For the same two mm-hmm. dollars, and, and you think that, that you know because it, it's a new packaging that it automatically psychologically registered with, registered with you that you know this is a five pound bag when it's actually you a pound short. Yeah, and you're paying the same price, and yeah. you can see that once it works with one product, they begin to do it with all the products. So a quart ain't a quart no more. Christmas man.
1: No, I, I wasn't
2: saying I was just drinking my water. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, that that's how this thing works. It's all based upon deception. <laughs> that's what it is. And if they can deceive you in terms of what your reality is, they've already won before anything else is done. Because it all, and this is why I have the kind of respect that I do for uh, people like Dr. Francis quest who was a psychologist, who didn't use the psychology to manipulate her people because advertising is a psychological construct. It, if you look at who created psycho uh, advertising, it basically came from the psychological field. Okay. I'm talking about through Sigmund Freud. All right. And his nephew who I'm running a blank on, uh, But, you know, we kind of introduced guys to the family seven, eight years ago. I mean, we knew about them quite some time ago, but, of course, you know, there was no blog, talk, radio, so. uh, But advertising is extremely important. They wrap this closeted homosexual up into a he-man with a beautiful smile.
1: Was it Brene?
2: Edward Bernays. that is correct. He's the father of advertising. That they uh change the name because they know that if you if you view this particular field as advertising, they can't sell it to you, so they change the name to public relations, public relations. and now everybody that runs for political office has a front person who goes out and and gets the the tenor or the vibration of the people and then come back and uh, to use that vibration to manipulate the people. They call them a public relations specialist, okay? Uh, there's a whole industry around it today. I mean, an entire industry, all geared towards how can we trick the people. And so, you know, some of us, you know, don't subscribe to the trickery. We see through it. But believe me when I tell you, family, it's perhaps the most, and it is, as a matter of fact, in most major corporations, the largest expenditure in any corporation is advertising, because if you have a product and you can't sell it, then it may as well not have a product. So it's geared toward tricking you, and that's why you bought the closeted homosexual, who they wrapped up as a man's man. Years later, we find out that he was something totally different than what we thought he was, because you bought the advertising. You didn't look at the product, because had you looked at the product, you would have known that it wasn't what it was being advertised as. You would have known that clear and free. And this is why we make a lot of the mistakes that we do, because we basically subscribe to, we buy the advertising. And and black people in this country, we are more susceptible to the advertising than any other group of people in this country. And that is why, if you look at the music videos, Everything that our culture is today basically is being propagated through the uh, television or entertainment industry. And people wonder why the young people act like they do. Well, look at what's being advertised to them. You don't blame them. We should blame ourselves for not making our people aware of how important this advertising thing really is. I know I didn't get it when I was coming up. Nobody told me that Uh, Advertising was psychological manipulation You know We never looked Mm -hmm. at it like that So that's how important that is And again Religion (laughs) Is being brought to you in the same fashion It's being advertised And so we must be aware Of just how dangerous This whole concept of advertising really is and again it can be used for good purposes unfortunately the people that control it uh, basically have as their mantra deception they have to deceive you because they don't have the numbers to control you any other way so they have to deceive you that's where we are today i think the walls of deception are going to come tumbling down sister bear yeah as as i'm reading Uh, in other areas right now as we speak, uh, there appears to be a dimensional collapse that's going on. Mm. Let me say that again. There appears to be a dimensional collapse as we speak because of changes that are occurring in the cosmos. And that dimensional collapse is allowing scientists and other people to recognize things such as the entities that I that I mentioned uh, uh, last week. Uh, these light beings that are now, uh, uh, the scientists have become fully aware of, okay, where you never would have seen these kind of things before. Nobody called these people crazy. No one. So they're saying there are entities that are all around us and in the ionosphere that are basically watching, so what they're telling us is there's another another level of intelligence and If anybody in the family has seen the picture of these entities, you will note they're like light, light beings, they're light beings, they're angles of light. Now I just find it just absolutely fascinating. <laughs> as to what, what are they going to reveal next year, Sister Bear? What's
0: next? Oh, no, on the agenda?
2: <laughs> right. I mean, it's unbelievable. When you sit back and think about this, and then people are taking it casually. 30 years ago, people would have been up in arms about entities, uh, angles of light that are, in fact, Monitoring what humanity is doing on the ground. That's
1: unprecedented. But, but have, have they been here all the time? They talked about yes. the angels in the Bible, so they're just not getting here. They've been here eons. That is correct.
2: The only difference is now they have the technological acumen to do Okay, what they couldn't do unless you were spiritually inclined, unless you had reached a certain consciousness level where people have talked about these things who who are, who are have reached that consciousness level, for, as you state, for eons. But now they've got the technology to do it. You might say that it's a technological third eye that they've uh, created here. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the instrumentation, the technology that they're using, it is, it is in fact, a replica of an eye. It's a replica, technological replica of an eye using a concave as opposed to a convex lens. Well, those are, are signatures of the processes of the human eye or of the eye in general, which basically does nothing but manipulate light. It's the same thing Only it's technological And again I just find it Absolutely fascinating And I can't wait I don't know If I'm going to be here uh, Next Monday and Tuesday Family Okay uh, Okay Because I need to do Some in-depth Research on this thing Talking about now Uh, Because as I said uh, There's other information That I have That says that The dimensions are collapsing, meaning mm. you're going to be able to see these things. And when we're talking about dimensional collapse, all we're really saying is people are becoming endowed with the capability uh, based on changes in the cosmos that allow for them to see these things as well. And that's why you have so many instances of people seeing beings, and people can't understand it. Like give uh, you a couple of. Uh, examples that uh, we explored here on the, on the uh, Truth of Power. One was Slender Man. I know everybody remembers Slender Man, right? Well, Slender Man is supposed to be this gigantic being that the children could see because they're not so jaded, so they see things that we don't, and they always have, okay? Uh, because we're we are more jaded in our perspective. They aren't. So they're able to see these things, angels and and things and things of that nature, things that we call angels. Uh, and another one is Charlie Charlie. Remember the pencil game that you you take two pencils and put them on a piece of paper and in a square. You recall that one, Sister Bear? No. Charlie Charlie, you can do this today you,
5: mm-hmm. if you
2: have nerve enough to do it. Charlie Charlie is a game that the children were using to call demons from another entity.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You you take two pencils and put them in a cross on a piece of paper okay. that's folded over and the pencil would move on its own once you called Charlie to come into existence. You put yes no or y n y n in each square of the... it was all over the internet about a year or so, about a year ago, uh, <clears throat> showing how the young people uh, were calling on the, the, this, these entities because they they become they come closer to our dimensional access point. And so, once you call on these things, the pencil would move. You would say something like, "Charlie, Charlie, are you there?" And then the, the pencil would automatically move on its own, to Y or N, yes or no. Hmm. And, of course, a lot of people couldn't, there was no logical explanation as to why that was happening. But now when you add into the mix uh, uh, other dimensional accesses or the collapse of the dimensions, then you begin to understand that there's a spiritual thing going on here that's beyond what we know uh, in terms of our uh, perceived reality. And the last time I checked Charlie Charlie thing, uh, there was, in fact, a young person that was killed, had a heart attack. I think it was a, a, a little black girl. Mm-hmm. So uh, these things are real. Our whole form of reality or what we perceive as reality is itself a dimensional construct. <laughs> so once the dimensions begin to collapse or things become multidimensional, or people become multidimensional, that whole thing goes out the window in terms of what we perceive as reality.
1: Now, I know we used to uh, use a pendulum And do the same thing that they do with Charlie. Charlie asked it yes or no questions, and it would go one way or the other way.
2: So I guess they
1: all work off the same energy.
2: Yes. It's just now it's more of it. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. I mean, as, as we stated before, you can go back to eons with certain people who were using these energies. You know, you had to be uh, have a certain acumen in order to do it and a level of understanding. But now, because people are changing, because the dimensions are changing, uh, i.e. collapsing, uh, i.e. people becoming multidimensional, now everybody has access to these things. And it's just, again, these are fascinating times to live in, okay? Extremely fascinating. But... uh I want to kind of get into this stuff tonight. Let me, uh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Because uh, I didn't really give out a lot of, of uh, articles yesterday. But and those were good the ones you gave us. Yeah, they they were, they're chock full of information. There's no question about it. But, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I'll over-research, and there is such a thing. I'll over-research sometimes. Um, because when you over research, uh, as opposed to under researching the topic, it lessens the possibility of error. So that's why when I do uh, your program, Sister Bear, I mm-hmm. tend to put a lot of stuff on the table because I, you know, I'm I'm very susceptible as a human being. I'm susceptible to error. So the more research I do, uh, you know, the lesser the probability of me making errors. And and the other thing is. I want the young people who are out there listening to understand how much fun it is. (laughs) And it is. That's why you hear me laughing sometimes because I know what I'm getting ready to say before I say it to you. So a lot of times you hear me laughing, but uh, that's an affirmation laugh. That's a a laugh because I know what's coming. Okay? So uh, I still got good sense, at least some good sense <laughs> but i just know what's coming and i give you another uh, example yesterday we we kind of got into breaking down eve i know you know uh because i'm a skeptic as well i'm a born skeptic i know some of the family are saying well you know uh man you can't change that w into a v and you can't change no v into a u but then, why did why would they call the W the double U? It's two U's put together. In the way that some people write a W with the rounded bottom, It's a double U. Two U's. When
1: I was when I was coming up, the lower case W was the, the round U, and the larger case W was the two V's.
2: That's so we right. We use both of them. That is correct. Thing is, what you're really talking about is the U duplicated and the V duplicated. So what you're really talking about is the U, the V, and the W are really all in the same thing. And that's why I gave examples of the uterus, the vagina, and the womb all being the same thing but basically starting with one of those three letters. It's all the same thing. Because
1: so, if you if you turn that, that small W around, that's that three. It look like the booty.
2: That, <laughs> 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 and you gotta be careful with booty these days because that's the the base uh uh how can I put this basis for cultural orientation. In this particular generation, uh, not necessarily created by black people, but certainly subscribed to by black people, with black people being the point of emphasis in getting people uh, hung up on base understanding. Now everything is about a big booty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce knows is as dumb as a box of rocks, but it don't matter because she got a booty, okay? Michelle Obama, basically, you know, and and again, I'm coming from the standpoint of my people, a sister I used to date, almost married, uh, worked with her for years. She was an airhead, Okay. Yeah, she's a lawyer. So what? That don't mean anything. She's an airhead. But I recall all the time when uh, Barack was running for for the presidency and the Senate, all you heard was his wife got a big old butt. And the thing that used to come to my, my mind when I would hear that was that 90s song with the uh, – the hip-hop artist, I forget his name. I thought I would never forget this guy's name. But he made a name for himself by basically talking about nothing but a big booty. And when you saw the video, uh, he was standing on this great big old booty. And these African women haven't always had big booties. So what is that that's that's playing to your base instincts? Okay, your root chakra Because that's where they want you at And they took that whole concept Of a big booty And, and made it a cultural uh, Icon And that the white women are going to get injections And it's just not happening over the last 20 years or so Okay Where now the white women are, are just doing Everything they have to do to get a booty uh, Kanye West Little hooker She ain't nothing but a booty now, just think about it, family. If somebody called you an ass, right, uh, there used to be a time when you would get upset about that. But now if somebody call you a booty, it's like a badge of courage or honor. And so that just shows you again that somebody's playing to the base instincts of the people because everything now is a booty, a booty, family and nothing more, a booty with nothing to go with it. And you know what comes out of the booty. So I'm going to leave it right there because, again, uh, I know we got young people out there listening, but I don't want them to get caught up in this whole booty-oriented culture because if you ain't got nothing in your head, it don't matter what you got, uh got beneath your waist because they're going to treat you just like a booty. Uh, Man, I'm going on on one of these tangents again. Anyway, let's get into the the information from yesterday because um, uh, to me, this is one of the most important uh, symbolic uh, forms that we're going to have in terms of uh, BC, the body, the Bible, and cosmic Christ consciousness. And I think it's right on time because We need to have better understanding as far as I'm concerned. These symbols uh, really represent that we've been given for a long, long time. And we've been taught not to question any of these things. But the very nature of who and what I am says question everything. And anybody that's been around me for any amount of time will know that my mantra is question everything. Because as the kid I always said, and I told myself this, if you don't ask questions, you have to settle for the answers that people give you and nothing more. And that is why I've never had a great deal of respect for preachers, because they're in a position where you cannot ask them questions. But I've always had a fondness for teachers in terms of the teacher-student relationship is questions. So, uh, yesterday we went over the fact that there's more than one tree inside of the human body and that this thing that we know is the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life are primarily uh, areas of the body that have to do with levels of enlightenment, if you will, and that... It was quite interesting to me continuing to do the research. From last week, we ran right back into that three and thirty-three that we had to kind of be on the family, and we did that yesterday, dealing with Atlas and the thirty-three and uh, the Tree of Life, and and then we went and looked at the the occult references of the Tree of Life, uh, and that too uh, aligned itself with Bell Blast with Dr. Blair, so Dr. Blair must be already at work. I knew it wasn't going to take him no time uh, to send the information necessary to come to the kind of uh, nexus that we did. And so when we stopped yesterday, we had just uh, got through dealing with Code 33, which, again, I thought was just absolutely fascinating because, again, I'm in the learning process just like the family. And then somebody saw fit, Sister Bear, not to allow Mm -hmm. us to 11 o'clock, which is what they normally do. After all these years, you you notice anomalies when things start to happen that haven't been happening before, where they normally give us to almost 11 o'clock if necessary. But yesterday they cut us off before 10. Uh, And then when I came back on, they told me, I forget the message that they gave me. But it was almost as if they were saying, your time is up on blog talk specifically. It's like it was personally tailored to me. And I couldn't believe it. I said, wow, if my phone went there, why would they know? You know, <laughs> anyway. Right. I, I'm I'm just noticing those little nuances and that this is like a message that's tailored for me. They just recorded Send to me It it wasn't the normal message So anyway uh, We broke down That E thing to basically mean Evolve Evolve And that when you look At the the two trees Inside the human body Both of them deal With evolving Because one of the things That we found through through The research is that the Garden of Eden is in the right hemisphere of the brain. We also found that Adam A D A M is really Adam ATUM in terms of ancient comedian science, which will subsequently become Adam ATOM at this scientific level. And that they're all one and the same and that the only way you could really get to the Garden of Eden is through this process that we know as meditation. And that, therefore, meditation will equal the Garden of Eden. It will equal the Tree of Life. It will equal the crucifixion and resurrection. It will equal the Red uh, crossing of the Red Sea and a host of other phenomena symbolic of processes that go on inside the human brain and not outside. We further found out in the research that this this there's a process that takes place which lends itself to the birth of what we call, this person we call, Eve. And that once you understand the notion of evolution, that Eve evolved from Adam, not from this simplistic ignorance of a rib. Let me say that again. Not from the simplistic ignorance of a rib, that's to the preachers out there still teaching that insanity, Uh, where they told us as children, and I can't believe I sat there and swallowed this madness, that the woman was basically produced from a rib from a man. Therefore, and this is why they did it, this is the whole system of, of slavery that's been propagated by all the three so-called great major religions to keep the woman enslaved because they're clear that she was the first god on the planet, worshipped all over it, everywhere you went. Okay? Uh, That that process is basically uh, an atomic process where you have an electron, which is a part of the atom, which consists of that three again, protons, neutrons, and electrons. But when you remove one electron uh, from one atom to another one, then the prior atom is called a positive ion. It's a positive ion. And the atom that it was moved to is now a negative ion. Because when these atoms interchange, it changes the property, it changes the value of the atom. That is the process by which this concept that we know as EVE comes about. We call it uh, outside of the scientific realm or in the realm of intelligence, we call it evolution, evolving, okay? And that this entire process of of uh, atoms moving from one atom to another and changing the property, because remember, back when we dealt with the alpha-beta numeric system, we dealt with positive and negative having uh, qualities that align them to male and female symbology. And so now you begin to see, that when one atom loses an electron to another, the prior atom is is positive and the subsequent atom is negative. That's male and female, okay? And that this whole thing is called ionic bonding. One positive and one negative. Male and female. Adam and Eve. Not Adam and Steve. Adam and Eve. Because... If Adam and Steve was appropriate, I don't think they would use a rib if you deal with and believe in this Christian doctrine. They probably would have went down lower, okay, and used something out of another area of the human anatomy to make Steve, okay? So mm-hmm. we know this in the scientific realm, again, as the splitting of the atom, The splitting of the atom, that's the origin of life. That's where this whole thing comes from. And that the left hemisphere, which we found in the research, is where this serpent resides. But it's also where, as we pointed out yesterday, the area where the tree of knowledge of good and evil is. Okay? And that's the intellectual domain that's the left brain the the area of your thoughts, the area where the ego resides based on intellectual acumen, okay where people stick out their chest and proclaim themselves the best ever of anything, and this so called best ever. It's always been relative. It depends on what era you come from. There's no best ever nothing, period. Because as I stated yesterday, the whole process of thinking is an evolutionary one. And therefore, there can be no so-called best ever nothing. And no matter what area you're talking about, what we can say and be accurate It's the best that I've seen in my limited experience, no matter what the area is, you see? Because the minute you begin to uh, uh, elevate one and decelerate the other, uh, then what you're doing is engaging in that whole process of ego-driven analysis. It does not mean that you can't respect people as I do certain people, and you hear me talk about them all the time. But you also always hear me say that it's the best I ever saw. And that's true. But you ain't never going to hear me say best ever nothing because my, my time on this planet is extremely limited. And my view of things, no matter how much I know, is extremely limited. And that is why you can never get caught up in the intelligence of people at the expense of the the spiritual acumen of people, which is far more important, far more important than how intelligent you are. Because I'm going to use a curse word here, family, because it's the intelligent people that's got this planet fucked up. Ain't no dumb people. Ain't no so-called stupid people running Nothing. It's the so-called intelligent people that supposed to know more than everybody else. Look at the situation on the planet, and you tell me who's responsible. Certainly ain't that brother out there on the corner selling crap. Okay? And here's the important thing in understanding what I'm saying here, in that the tree of not good and evil is a left-brain construct. Where your thoughts and your intellect reside You can't be in the Garden of Eden And eat from the knowledge of good and evil Because You have to uh, Separate From those thoughts From that intellectual acumen And you can only do that through meditation You have to be able to move From left brain to right brain, where the tree of life resides, in the right hemisphere of the brain. Because that's the area of wisdom and understanding, as opposed to intellectual acumen. And the wisest people, and I know if we go back, see, we black people, we have a unique perspective on things. Because we knew people who never set foot in nobody's educational setting. But yet these people possessed the kind of wisdom that you couldn't buy in any college and university anywhere. They were wise in terms of their understanding that had nothing to do with intellectualism. Okay? And so we've seen that with the mechanics in the alley that knew how to take a motor apart and put it together, and they never set foot in nobody's a university. We knew that, in the guy, you know, the, the, we call him crackheads, that could, uh, when he ain't full of it,
0: mm-hmm. he,
2: could, uh, he could come in your house and do every area of plumbing that you knew, but he couldn't write his name. Well, how did he know all that stuff? How does he know how to do all those things? Because he's acquired a wisdom through watching and learning that's beyond pencil and paper and intellectualism. And now you understand, family, as I know I do, why I never subscribe to this intellectual so-called label. Because what they're really telling you uh, is to boost your ego, To boost your ego. But they actually. Having you to consistently. Bite off that apple. Which is not a bad thing. Because the tree. Of knowledge. Exists in both realms. Of good and evil. Not one or the other. It's about understanding. Like having a religion. And fearing the devil. Well if your religion. Has taught you demonic acumen, you shouldn't fear it. You should understand it so you can deal with it if it should rear its ugly head and not sit in and bathe in a a level of fear where you just basically paralyzed from doing anything. You can't think on your own unless the preacher comes and give you a sermon. That's the whole concept of teaching one how to fish. So that they can survive on their own, as opposed to being reliant on you to give them fish. That's what that's about. And it becomes paramount and extremely enlightening and understanding that the right hemisphere is where the ninety percent of our brain is not being used. Now I know. I know. Everybody remember that movie, Lucy. Right, where the house Negro in the movie is given a lecture, and he's pointing out that we only use ten percent of our brain, right? Mm-hmm. And what he's basically saying, he's talking to uh, the intellectuals in the audience because he's a professor, a scientist. Matter of fact, he's a preeminent scientist. But he's basically saying that uh, the left hemisphere. Separate from the 90% is where we use the 10% of our brain and that Lucy has this substance implanted in her that's really a real substance that we dealt with uh, on your program, Sister Bev, you probably recall, that that's a real substance responsible for the growth of the bone in the fetus, okay? But they took it from the growth of the bone to the growth of the processes of the brain allowing you to allowing Lucy to eventually use one hundred percent of her thinking capacity where she subsequently becomes a supercomputer, a quantum computer. And that's really uh that's telling in itself because people should question well what is the ultimate aim of the computer system? Does it Are the computer systems a meme? Are they an electronic device to eventually supplant the human brain? Are we being programmed with the computers? Is Facebook real? Is Twitter real? Is it thinking for us or are we thinking ourselves? That's a deep question when you consider that most of us who are doing anything of note today are using our computers a great deal of the time without thinking, and that's the key. We use it without thinking because I can assure you it is more than what you think it is. And I'm going to tie it up with this there's a reason that you only use 10% of your brain, all right? Remember, that 10% is in the left hemisphere, right, as opposed to the 90% in the right hemisphere. So let's go to church, and let me show you how you're being manipulated. If you want to move from the left to the right hemisphere, that right hemisphere Has to acquire that 10% In the left hemisphere Told That you have to give 10% of your earnings And you call it a tithe Right? Well That tithe Has nothing to do With you going into your pocket Giving that church anything It has everything to do with the 90% spiritual realm of the brain being willingly, uh, the 10% of the intellectual given of itself willingly to the 90% to become spiritually oriented people. That's what tithing really is. It has nothing to do with church. Nothing. But of course. The master manipulators would have you believe that tithing is given 10% of what you earn. I beg to differ with them. Just like everything east on the right side of the human brain is the domain of the God slash Christ slash. Spiritual Christ consciousness construct That's what it's about family And I know you probably recalled. If you don't you need to again Go back in the archives When we were dealing with the <clears throat> Cosmic Kundalini <clears throat> I think that was last year or so we Went through this This thing inside the, the brain And in the cosmos Called the arachnoid Solomon's Temple, that would be considered the curtain, okay, the curtain. Uh, but when we dealt with the arachnoid, we dealt with uh, areas of the brain, two specific areas of the brain, one called the pia matter and the other one called the, the, the Dual Matter, okay, in that <clears throat> the pia matter, as we pointed out, basically – uh, has another uh, notation to it. It's called tender mother, tender mother, okay? But that between the arachnoid and the pia matter is cerebral spinal fluid that flows like a river. You will find many notations in the scripture where it talks about this flowing river in the head, okay? And that this flowing river this cerebral spinal fluid flows from the walls of a cave deep within the brain. But that's also where you have these four ventricles, okay? And you can pull up, you can Google the four ventricles of the brain and read up on it, family, because it's extremely important. And perhaps the most important one is the third ventricle that we mentioned last week. Okay. Because it communicates Directly with the four And when you go to Solomon's temple This pia matter Or tender mother Is called holy of holies Okay That's the garden of Eden Look at where it's located You'll find it in the head Deals with tenderness Tender mother and that is why consciousness, the raising of consciousness, is a feminine construct. Not male. It's a feminine construct because that's where the 90% is. Notice, as I said yesterday, the sun rises in the east. That's mimicking the eastern area where the sun, as S-O-N, in your head, rises. You call him Christ has nothing to do with a person. It has everything to do with the symbology of processes that go on in your head. This is Christ consciousness. There is no person. Person don't come out of you. It ain't coming to you. We always say it ain't the building that's the church. It's the people. So if the people are mean-spirited, no matter what the building is like, some of the most racist, some of the most evil institutions on this planet, Our churches And I'll never forget family When Harold Washington was running for mayor here Back in the early 80's And he was getting ready to go to a white church They want to lock the doors on him So he can't get in (laughs) Now these are so called God fearing people And I don't have to tell nobody About the history of this Catholic church Nobody It ain't alone it's just a part of of something uh, that's been out here for a long, long time. So,
1: now Robert X, this this fluid yeah. is is this the uh milk and honey that you're yeah. talking about? The from yeah. the pioneer gland and the pituitary gland?
2: That is, that is that where it's coming
0: from?
1: Okay.
2: It basically comes through your spine and it's it bathes the brain in that. It creates this cloud. Cause if you look at sperm, cause that's what we're talking about here, family. Remember, I said mm-hmm. I'm not sure if yesterday yeah. or last week. Last week, it's it, it it creates this cloud. Notice the computer reference, the cloud where all the information, cause that's what mm-hmm. that is. That's your information there, your sperm. Mm-hmm. That's who you are. That's your genetic information, oh, right there. Okay, in total. But notice how it's cloudy, milky. Okay, that is the land of milk and honey. To some, particularly the LGBT, is sweet. Okay, and to so, some other folks to be to be and, quite. And, honest. and it makes
1: right, right, and it makes sense because then this is how you able to when you produce your children. You able to see a, a lot of you in them because uh, you know how your children look like you and some of them act like you in certain ways because you unpass that uh, information through the uh,
2: the fluid. That is correct. There's no question about it. But again, you know, we have to we have to exist in this world of really not real good understanding, and I'm not saying that. You know, because, again, uh, I'm not saying that for me because I'm learning too, but I'm, I'm smart enough to admit to people that I'm learning. And I ain't running around here again sticking my check out, just about sticking my chest out like I'm reverend. know it all does every Sunday. And you can't talk to him because he's too engaged in ego. You got to make an appointment to see him if he got time like a politician, because they really don't have no time for you. They're not going to deal with your problems. This is overall. I'm not talking about everybody, okay? Because, I, again, I have much respect for a couple of ministers that I grew up with, okay? And they, they taught me a great deal about organizing and, and uh, struct the of, of, uh, not-for-profit and, and things of that nature. So I'm not saying everybody. But certainly, the vast majority of them are bathed in ignorance. Because if if they weren't, uh, you should already know this stuff. Tell you, I never learned any of this. I was told the standard stories. And I, I venture to say, if you turn on your uh, any radio in the black community on Sunday, cause that's what you're gonna hear. Because they got you, boy. You turn on your radio any Sunday, and you're going to hear the same standard propaganda being spit out there with absolutely no study behind it. I don't need it because I got the Bible. Oh, do you? Do you really? Do you have the Bible, or does the Bible have you? I think it's the latter. I think the Bible got them, and they take everything that's said in there Literally. And then when you question them about all the books that were taken out, they say it don't matter. Well, if that's the case, take Revelation out of that book and throw it away. If if the rest of the books don't matter, because it's no more important than the rest of the books that they didn't put in there. Because the rest of them books, I can assure you, will probably outline the things that I'm talking about, and that's why they ain't in there. (laughs) Because if, if Pia Matter is tender mother, and that's the right side of your brain, fine. And uh, uh, we can we can show you that that uh, Pia Matter is the holy of holies, right? Then the scripture also, the ministers also will always tell us about and scare us with. These things called cherubims, cherubims, that were placed in the east, right? In the east, which is the right side of your brain. And accompanying those cherubims was this thing called the flaming sword, the flaming sword. And we were never told, we were literally left to, with little or no understanding, of what that flaming sword was Okay What did it entail How does they ha- How do you have a Flaming sword in your head And ain't nobody getting cut or burnt with it What does it do Okay What is the cherubim Well this is where We're going to start today uh, And I would just uh, Tell the family If you, if you want to Get a, a synopsis of what I just got to explain, and you can go to hiddenmeanings.com forward slash creation story, the creation story, and you'll find that information right there, okay? Very, very, very good research, real good research. That ain't the only place you'll find it because now there are other uh, websites coming online, uh, and we will assist you with them where uh, you'll find uh, these same stories being dissected uh, somewhat differently, uh, depending on what website you go to, but you'll find a a unification in terms of what conclusion is, okay, and that's what's important, that they all pretty much come to the same conclusion. Uh, I mentioned yesterday as well. That I'm going to give the family a metaphysical website or a metaphysical website that's a dictionary of metaphysical meanings and understanding. And so I'll give you that, put it out there now so that, you know, I don't want to leave it off this particular, uh, these two days of settings here. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: And the name of that metaphysical website is Truth Unity. Truth Unity. Truthunity.net, truthunity.net, but like other uh, websites that I give you uh, with uh, that, that are of a, a dictionary nature, go there with pen and pencil and time to deal with it because it's going to send you to other areas, okay? It will send you to other areas. And so you'll need to, in order to stay where you are, you're going to need pencil and paper and pad to take notes of certain things so that you don't get lost in the learning. That's very important, extremely important. And I would hope, like I always tell everybody when they come out to the forums, bring pencil and paper. You know, this is not, you know, it it can be entertaining, because I am, I admit, I'm an entertainer to a degree. Hell, I'm supposed to sing, a or, or dance, or do almost anything. Okay, if, if that's what's required to get you to learn, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And and see, this is why I mentioned what I said yesterday about polite in terms of where he is now. I, it's right. hard for me to be extremely critical because I don't know where he's trying to go. I haven't had any conversations with him or what he's mm-hmm. trying to do. So let's let's wait and see you know uh if they if there's a song that comes out where now he's a drug dealer and you know like freddie's dead and that kind of thing that that level of pimping
1: i i I can't see him going there he just he's too brilliant for that but you know like you say we'll wait and see
2: that's right uh and, and so you know we we can't just you know just throw people away until you know uh, again we find out cuz uh, he may in fact have a plan i would just suggest that man you pick another spot besides that west coast man that <laughs> hey he <laughs> and, went
1: right into the belly of the beast so i guess man, yeah, let me go let me go in
2: i'm telling you because <laughs> i'm talking futuristically going to be a real dangerous little spot mm-hmm. in terms of what I see, not just what my research says, but I see it. I see it. East coast, west coast. Okay? I don't care which one of them states you in on that east coast. I don't care which one of them you in on that west coast. If you need emotions, man, <laughs> I ain't going to take it no further than that because I don't want to, you know, be the, uh, the bearer of doom and that kind of thing. I'm just going to say um, be aware of where you are and, and, and what you're doing. So let me go here since we kind of explored Eve in, in the brain and let's go to our, our first article here and deal with Adam and Eve the story of human consciousness the story of human consciousness and you'll find that at the Spirit of the Scripture, because I want to try to get some. I want to go back, so I may not deal with all of these. I'm I'm long winded, and uh, I know I ain't got to tell nobody that.
1: But I want to kind of, I
2: want to kind of explore <laughs> these two cherubim, the serpent, and Adam and Eve, and then I want to kind of go back to to some things that we dealt with before in terms of ancient Kemet. To show you the relationship of the origin of these things and how the names have been changed to protect the guilty. The names have been changed to protect the guilty. So, this first article, Adam and Eve, the story of human consciousness from spiritofthescripture.com, says this The story of Adam and Eve is about the human mind that's upfront and personal, a mind that has become fractured and is therefore no longer whole. That's the fall. Jesus was crucified at Galgotha. That's a place of the skull. That's in quotes. This is about the mind. The battle is between the ears. Liberation and salvation come when we crucify the ego and heal the mind. God placed Adam in the, in the garden. And I got to say this, man, before I go any further. These are not literal people, but these articles are dealing with the terms and the language that you understand until your understanding gets greater. You will begin to understand that these are processes, and so you don't begin to look at these at these entities as people, because none of them ever existed. Okay? I just want to make that clear. <clears throat> because when we go to ancient Kemet, then the understanding gets even better. They say God placed Adam in the garden. In the beginning, he was alone. Eve had not been separated from him. Adam was whole. This is representative of the conscious and subconscious working in perfect unity and harmony, reflected by the paradise, which is the Garden of Eden, in which Adam dwelled. In this state of unity consciousness, Adam was one with God. We learned that God placed Adam in a deep sleep. Here we go again, family, with this sleep, like Jacob, before he climbed his ladder. He's in a sleep. And again, those are metaphors, right? And then he climbs the stairway to heaven, right? Because what he's done is access the domains within his brain that allows for him to reach certain levels of consciousness. And then he wakes up when he... He goes back into his body because he's had an out-of-body experience, and it scares literally hell out of him, okay? So they say, we learned that God placed Adam in a deep sleep, film of forgetfulness and consciousness fracture, and Eve was created. In this new state of being, Adam represents the waking conscious of mankind, and Eve represents the subconscious. In other words, when you sleep, that's the domain of the feminine principle, processes of light going to our brain in a conscious state and telling us what we see in terms of our reality. Uh, That's the domain of Adam, okay? Uh, When the conscious and subconscious are no longer in unity, the state of paradise can no longer be maintained because the ego will take control thus the fall, and of course, expulsion from the garden. And keep in mind, family, well, I'll go ahead, I'll go ahead. Eve is tempted by the serpent, or Satan, which is the ego. And because the ego took over man's soul, paradise lost became man's reality. This is spiritual death. And spiritual death equals separation from God. Adam represents man's waking consciousness and ego and Eve represents the subconscious consciousness is represented by the male aspect because consciousness has the power to impregnate the subconscious Eve to produce. Let me read that again because it's going to take some explanation for this little piece here. Adam represents man's waking conscious and ego and Eve represents the subconscious consciousness. Is represented by the male aspect, Adam, because consciousness has the power to impregnate the subconscious to produce the physical reality that we experience. Consciousness has the power to impregnate the subconscious, E, physical reality we experience. Now, what does that mean? That means that the things that you see in your state of being awake, it's possible for you to produce those things, right, or to reproduce those things in the state of sleep. We call it the dream state, the subconscious, right? But that it's important to understand that that is, your dreams are an offshoot of your reality. And if you're having dreams that are way out there, that means your reality is way out there because you can't have these dreams about these things unless you can't have an offshoot without the sperm first uh, creating a resurrection and erection, and then you will produce the child, you will produce the offspring. But have you ever tried to produce a child without erection? Can't happen, can it? Mm-hmm. I haven't it seen it. cannot happen. That's right. So that's pretty much what they're saying here. They go on to say the subconscious or female aspect. Check what they're saying here. They're saying that 90% is the feminine principle, and this is what's coming back into vogue right now, coming more spiritually inclined and moving away from ego-oriented thinking. Okay? They say the subconscious, or female aspect, Eve, is the power of birthing and creating on the physical plane. It's the power of birthing and creating on the physical plane. That's why they say, as a man, thinking, Right? So they go on here to say, where the concept of Mother Earth comes from. Mother Earth comes from. Then they go on to say, Eve is the mother of all living. Our subconscious is the mother that births our reality, not vice versa, family. Eve is the mother of all living. Our subconscious is the mother that births our reality. Your conscious self rules over the subconscious. Your conscious thought, which is the male, impregnates the subconscious, which is the female, with the seed of your waking consciousness. If your conscious self dwells on negativity, your subconscious, the real birthing or creation area, will produce that effect for you. Negativity becomes your reality. And that's why I said what I said about Probably life. Okay? We don't want to, you know, don't know that. Let's just wait see and observe. All right? They say the ego wants to stay alive. That's its job. The ego fears its own dissolution. All fear is rooted in ego. Now, I'm going to say this. Uh, That's the brother trying to put the school in place. And if you just be quiet and listen and look, you can see it. You can feel it. You can hear it. Okay? Let me read that again. The ego wants to stay alive. That's its job. The ego fears its own dissolution. That's why the names start being thrown around about the sister. All fear is rooted in ego. Meditation helps to dissolve the ego. Over time, the conscious and subconscious begin to work in unity, the male and the female. This is what Christ consciousness is. Some call it the super consciousness. Man was never meant to rule over Or to dominate the woman That's pure ego Man was never meant to rule over Or to dominate the woman That's pure ego Man was never meant to rule over Or to dominate a woman That's pure ego Did I say that three times? Yes you did Okay Just want to be sure To interpret Bible stories Such as Adam and Eve Literally creates religion To interpret Bible Bible stories such as Adam and Eve literally creates religion. This is what Jesus was trying to combat. I know I just made some preachers mad as I'll get out. Okay? But I'm sorry because if you go to the church, you can see the ego. That's what I meant about some of the most worsen people you'll find. Is sitting right there in that church on Sunday And they think they can treat people like dirt Monday through Saturday And then Because remember now There's not a politician in this country That don't put their hand on the Bible And what they call swearing in And then they go about their business Of lying like a cheap rug And all they do is lie That's all they do and these are the same people that's bathed in ego, drones out there hollering and screaming for some personality who had to lie and tell you anything that you wanted to hear to get where they are. This is overwhelming, the number, the politicians, the political positions that politicians take. And again, there are always exceptions, but damn if that ain't the rule. And all you have to do, if you choose to, this is that season, okay, where well, all of this stuff is manifesting itself again. And you can see the mindless drones out there with signs and all of this stuff. Many of them paid off, you know, to do that kind of stuff because it's all phony. But, again, what that says is people have to manipulate your thinking using psychology in, in terms like focus groups. Focus groups can know how to manipulate you. And town hall meetings to give you the impression that somehow you have something to say about what they're going to do. When all they're doing, and you can go back to the early, late 1970s, early 1980s, in the uh, Futures magazine, and they talk about town hall meetings uh, a, a decade or more before they was even uh, mentioning this whole concept of town hall meetings, almost two decades before. That didn't start until Bill Clinton. Okay? You've never heard of those so-called town hall meeting. And now if you go into the town hall meeting and you ask the politician anything that's unacceptable to them, you get arrested. You've seen it over and over. If you ask Kerry about him being a member of Skull and Bone in a public setting, they arrest you and, Don't tell me, bro.
5: Don't tase me, bro. What did I do? I didn't do anything. I just asked a question.
2: How dare you ask these politicians questions that are relevant? Because the programming says you are to worship them and nothing more. Uh Uh-oh, I'm moving outside of my realm. again. It's just hard for me to not relate instances where you can literally see this stuff going on here. Where you can see the manipulation going on, just like Eve and the Serpent, which is the next article, right, from Spirit of the Scripture. Eve and the Serpent, here's what they say. One of the keys to understanding mystical writings is the emphasis placed on sex. Here we go, Sister Bear. Thing in creation is seen as a result of a sexual act. Spirit procreates by materiality, materiality. Our physical bodies are able to procreate another human being that's also filled with spirit. I hadn't considered the possibility that spirit and corporal reality are two different sides of the same coin, and spirit or consciousness feels everything. Genesis is always taught that the development of consciousness is only possible through the corporal. And therefore, the expulsion from paradise was a blessing. What is it that is? Genesis teaches the answer is to birth to new states of consciousness. The intimate relationship between spirit and the material world provides the potential for more awareness. An alternate interpretation of Genesis, uh, which is 3 and 13, states this. Check this out, family. Genesis 3 and
1: 13?
2: Genesis 3 and 13 states, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And here's what they're talking about here. Eve is trying to shift the blame, because what she's saying. Eve is trying to shift the blame to the serpent for her disobedience. And this is why you have to this is where your metaphysical dictionary comes in, helps you understand what they mean here in terms of beguiled. Because here they say beguiled means to seduce. Then they say the Hebrew word used for beguiled tishiani, tishiani, H I S H I A N I translate when it's translated it means to elevate. To elevate. Now, notice when we broke down the word Eve, we said evolve, same as elevate or synonymous with to elevate, okay? They say the serpent brought Eve to a higher state because we're talking about consciousness. The dealings between Eve and the serpent symbolize the elevation of consciousness because there is now a potential for more awareness, and that is why Eating from the tree of knowledge has two areas combined, good and evil. And it's important to understand them both. Okay? You see, all these characters are symbols for what happened to consciousness as it went from a state of oneness with God to a state of fragmentation in materiality. Materiality. Okay? Fragmentation enables duality, by definition, which enables experiences that have impacts on the way individual consciousness learns to express itself. Most Christians believe when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit, their potential became limited. But every other mystic, historically, believed that that's bogus. Man didn't really fall. The door was thrown open, being raised. And that is why in ancient Kemet, the process of learning is called raising, raising. And that is why uh, early on when you had children, you taught them some things, and that process of teaching them was called raising them. That's where that comes from, family. Okay They say perhaps we should pay more attention To the term Christ consciousness As the ancient mystics understood it They're talking about an ancient Kemet In Genesis 3 and 22 It states this And the Lord said And the Lord God said Behold The man has become as one of us Let me read that again This is Genesis 3 and 22 And the Lord God said Behold the man has become as one of us. Eating that which was forbidden makes us as God. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil, becoming a well-rounded individual first their eyes being open represents a new level of awareness second the terms good and evil symbolize the world of duality and again you won't find duality being practiced more than in the ancient commanding sciences that's where it came from that's where all of this comes from okay uh Uh, Experience through the eyes of individual consciousness Then they go on to say Look at Genesis 3 and 22 again And the Lord God said Behold the man has become as one of us To know good and evil And now lest he put forth his hand And take also of the tree of life And eat and live forever Remember the tree of life is in the right brain the tree of life is in the right brain. That's the spiritual domain, the East. You know where the so-called three wise men came from, the East. Right. You know right. Where, where the where the sun S U N rises in the East, or is the sun F O N rises in the East? And then they go on to say, taking hold of the tree of life. And living forever symbolizes our return home to God, the right side of the brain. What's missing is the person that returns home with higher consciousness, not your traditional salvation message. This higher, higher consciousness is the result of the individual ego being assaulted by its own delusions. Until we get enough experience, to bring about an epiphany so grand that the ego, check what they say here, family, the ego is crucified and resurrected as something wholly new, enlightenment. Yes, family, we ain't got there yet. But what you just got is a preview of what the crucifixion is really all about. to do? with somebody being hung on no cross, okay, being dead for three days and then resurrected after those three days. Those are cosmic occurrences, okay, at certain points in the year, okay, that when we get to the uh, 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 back to this cosmic realm in the zodiac, you will see it because we're going to deal with that. You know, it's all apart part and parcel of the same thing, okay? It's just that the story is described differently based on what area of study that you're in. So we're going to show you that we're going to put it all together so that you can see it for yourself, that it's talking about the same stuff, okay? Even in the Zodiac, that, of course, is outlawed, outlawed once the system of white supremacy is put in place. It's outlawed. But guess what? Them people that study Old Testament, they still in it. They still in it, family. It's New Testament that term it demonology. But the people that has got the Old Testament, it's in it through the use of Kabbalah and mysticism, they still in the Zodiac. They ain't never left. They ain't never left. It's just you who in New Testament have now deemed that unnecessary when you can't show me not a one. Anyway, so any spiritual abortionist who are not adept at the Zodiac, I don't know how to possibly understand a lot of this stuff because it keeps coming up over and over and over and over. I'm not putting it there. Again, the people that you say are the chosen people. That's what they study in. If I'm lying, I'm flying. All the Hebrew all the Hebrews in the chat room say, Yo
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 So that's where we at family. That means enlightenment. Then they go on to say the eating of the fruit means a sexual encounter. Not sex in the sense that we normally experience it. They're talking about the release of these hormones. That's just like sex. That cloudy substance in your head. Okay? The land of milk and honey. Right? (laughs) We're talking about the interplay of spirit and matter. Spirit and matter. That's male and female, family. In Kabbalah, the serpent is known as the skin of the universe. Why did they use the serpent? Because the serpent does something that few other animals do. It has the capacity to renew itself by shedding its skin, family. That's why they chose the serpent. It could have been the frog or the goat or anything, but they chose the serpent based on man's observance of nature. By the way, that's where prayer comes from, too, by man observing nature and looking specifically at the praying mantis. And seeing what it does, extremely still, almost in silence, they said it prays, so they named it the praying mantis. And now people get down on their knees, mimicking nature, mimicking nature in this thing called prayer. Asking for assistance from something outside of them. And few, if any, ever go within themselves to raise that serpent so that it shed or you shed your whole skin. You become anew. So let me go back. In Kabbalah, the serpent is known as the skin of the universe. The serpent represents the energy of a third dimension, the material plane, the fragmentation of consciousness. Jews have always stated the serpent in the garden has never been associated with the Satan of Christianity. Let me read that again. Jews have always stated that the serpent in the garden has never been associated with the Satan of Christianity. The serpent is the universal symbol and of potential awareness through the soul's journey and materiality. There is there's glory at the end of the journey, which is the return home to paradise. But we have to get through the cherubim with the flaming sword guarding the entrance. To this paradise Let me let me Go here to this article Before I Go back to that How much time do we have left This man
0: uh,
1: Let's see We got um, 25 minutes
2: Wow Okay well I'm going I'm to take 10 I'm going to condense this But you can see family It requires Reading this stuff Because I don't want anybody To take my word for this And interpreting this As we go along Because let me read The last piece Then I'm going to go To cherubim to show you what the two cherubim are because they're sitting over the Ark of the Covenant. They're sitting over the Ark of the Covenant. And I may do this in, uh, next next Monday and Tuesday. I'll let Beverly know by, what's the day Tuesday. I'll let Sister mm-hmm. Bev know by Thursday, Sister Bev. Okay. Send me an email in case I forget because I'm preparing for my forum this Saturday as well. Okay. Or I'll okay. see now, you, I'll see before, you
1: Okay, but now before I get... Before we go off, while you are thinking about it, tell them where your form is going to be at for the people in
2: Chicago. Okay, we're going to be back at Bessie Coleman. That's (laughs) (laughs) B.C. Bessie (laughs) Coleman Library. (laughs) I think that's 730 or 731 East 63rd Street, which is a nine family. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so. What (laughs) time? we still? uh from 12 to 5 and again okay. it may sound like 5 hours but that ain't no 5 hours people generally don't want to leave uh because we allow uh the family to you know intersperse with my dialogue and brother Eddie and uh we just have a good time learning you know and that time goes okay. real fast when you have an it just like these 2 hours go by too fast right and i'm just i'm just scratching the surface here okay So let me go back and read that last piece, and then I'm going to go and explain to you what the cherubim are. They said there's there's glory at the end of the journey, uh, the return home to paradise. That's right, brain. But we have to get through the cherubim and the flaming sword guarding the entry to this paradise, okay? Now let's go to GnosticWarrior, GnosticWarrior.com, to this article entitled The Two Golden Cherubim in Our Brains. And here's what they say. The cherubim were the sacred guardians in the holy of holies. Remember now, that's the from the neck up, right? That's from the neck up, your head. The cherubim first appeared in the Bible in the Garden of Eden to guard the way to the tree of life. That's right, brain. The cherubim are mentioned throughout the old testament. And in the New Testament, to the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. The mercy seat is the brain of the Turn upside down family Where you have the four Animals we'll get to that in later on Discussions I'm going to have to send Beverly uh, uh, A video So that she can uh, Check this video out that deals with uh, The lamb because you know you, you, We've been told that the Lamb is another name uh, For so called Jesus Okay or God Well we're going to show you What that's all about okay because certain people like to use that term, the lamb, it's not what it not what it means. Anyway, we'll we'll I'm gonna send that this to Bev in advance to us dealing with that. So don't worry about that right now. Okay. But because in Genesis, yeah, in Genesis three and twenty four, the cherubim are placed by God after the expulsion of Adam from the Garden of Eden at the era. Together with the flaming sword. So he's these two cherubim are guarding the right brain access so that only certain people can get in there. Okay? At the east thereof, together with the flaming sword to keep the way of the tree of life to guard the entrance to paradise. They see the two cherubim on the left and right in exoteric science represent the hippocampus or Ammon's horn who guard the way to the tree of life which would be our DNA remember when we were dealing with the cosmos with the hippocampus in the cosmos in supernova 1987-8 they point out that the hippocampus has a seahorse there campus is responsible for memory and that because of Cosmic changes. The hippocampus is being re-accessed, which means our memory in our DNA is being reawakened, so that we have the capacity to remember things that we've long forgotten that's been shut down, based on left brain, ego-oriented system of white supremacy. Okay. They say the cherubim. On the left and right, in exoteric science, represent the hippocampus or Ammon's horn who guard the way to the tree of life, which will be our DNA. Just as we stated, the Garden of Eden is known as the primeval abode of man, place of God. In the brain of man between the wings of the kneeling cherubim is the mercy seat. I'm sorry, that mercy seat is the brain turned upside down, okay? And there man speaks with his God as the priest of the tabernacle spoke to the spirit of the Lord hovering between the wings of the angels. Man is again the ark, and within him are the three principles. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The tablets of the law, the pot of manna, and the rod that budded. The rod that budded. And there are some today that would say that that bud is why they legalize legalizing marijuana. Because there are many, many people who've had spiritual experience after smoking of the bud. Five on their family. <laughs> All right. They say the, <laughs> the flaming sword in Genesis represents the mouth and the word of God that comes from the dwelling place of God, which is in our blood and the brain. Then they go on to say the man clothed in linen, which is another uh, scriptural reference that we'll come to in a minute. The man clothed in linen was another hidden meaning. It related to the blood and the word of God described in Revelation 19 and 13. Quote, he is dressed in clothing, dipped in blood, and he is called the word of God. What they're talking about is the arachnoid family, okay? That veil that separates left brain, right brain, okay? That veil, they are it to linen because when you look at it, it looks like a web. And if you've ever been around expensive linen, you will note that even though it's strong, it's it's a very loose weave that almost looks like a web. You follow what I'm saying, Sister bell Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: You see? So this is what they're talking about here when they're talking about this linen, okay? He is dressed, this is Revelation 19.13. He's dressed in clothing dipped in blood because that's the blood-brain barrier the blood-brain barrier, and he is called the Word of God. The man clothed in linen is a direct reference to how human blood holds our consciousness. This is the reason that within 10 seconds of blood cut off to the brain,
6: you lose
2: consciousness completely, and when someone bleeds to death, The essential life force is drained from their bodies and they lose consciousness and die. The blood is our life force, the seat of our soul. And then they go on to say, the Roman Jewish historian, Josephus Flavius, said this, quote, the cherubim are winged creatures, but the form of them does not resemble any living creature seen by man. Unquote. All these references indicate there they're they're the the the, they're the nearness of God sacred and secret spot a sacred and secret spot out of the view of man but within man telling you what this cherubim really is. And they go on to the to, to quote Mary P. Hall. In his reference to the cherubim in the, murky, uh, in the mercy seat, they say, he says, In the brain of man between the wings of the kneeling cher- cherubim is the mercy seat, and there man speaks with his God as the priest of the tabernacle spoke to the spirit of the Lord hovering between the wings of the angels. As the esoteric view Hall is describing is dealing with the human body, Solomon's temple. The blood, brain, and the two golden cherubims described in the Bible as chariots of the Lord in Ezekiel's vision. The blood and the brain in cherubim uh, described in the Bible as chariots of the Lord. They say the four living creatures that support the throne of God displayed to Ezekiel is a fourfold aspect face of a man, We're going to deal with that when we deal with this lamb thing. The face of a lion, the face of an ox, they also had the face of an eagle. They had each four wings. They had the hands of a man under their wings. Quote, two wings of every one were joined one to the other, and the two covered their bodies, unquote. They were accompanied by wheels, which, quote, went upon their four sides, and they turned not when they went, unquote. Now, this is it uh, See, you can't go fast through this stuff, family, because I know I'll lose you, okay? And I don't want to lose you in this stuff, all right? But I can't quote this off the top of my head because this is Scripture. And you cannot quote Scripture. I mean, I'm not a Bible scholar, so i got to stay here with this. And I know it gets tedious at times because just imagine me having to read it. It gets cheated to me and then come back and read it to you. But I have to read it three, four times before I bring it to you. Just bear with me here because the understanding is going to get clearer as you go along. They say they were accompanied by wheels which, quote, went upon their sides, and they turned not. They didn't turn when they went, unquote. And their whole body and their backs and their hands and their wings and their wheels, were full of eyes, unquote, and the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning, unquote. This esoteric explanation we can witness today with the wheels of our DNA firing in the brain and the memory powerhouse known as the hippocampus. They say DNA is often associated with spirals of energy. That's your wheels, family. DNA is often associated with spirals of energy as in wheels or cir- circles known as rolling uh, known as rolling circle DNA replication and DNA supercoiling supercoiling like a serpent the D- this process of unidirectional nucleic acid replication can rapidly synthesize multiple copies of circular molecules of DNA or, or RNA, such as plasmids, the genomes of bacteriophages or phages, and the circular RNA jerome of viroids. Don't worry about any of that, family. It's going to become clear. <laughs> DNA supercoiling is important for DNA packaging within all cells. In other words, it has to become coiled in order to fit within the cell because each cell in your body is a brain. it's like another brain okay mm-hmm. it it reduces the space and allows for much more dna to be packaged this explanation perfectly matches the description in ezekiel of the cherubim accompanied by wheels dna is based upon mathematical principles mathematical equations and wheels in our DNA turn it into a biological supercomputer that feeds into the winged cherubim being our hippocampus. Let me say that again, because out of everything that I just read to you, this is the most important thing in terms of understanding what these cherubim are. This explanation perfectly matches the description in Ezekiel cherubim Accompanied by wheels DNA is based upon Mathematical principles Mathematical equations And wheels in our DNA Turns it into a biological Supercomputer Just like Lucy's family Just like Lucy When she became 100% inclined In terms of being able to use That amount of her brain power And you too will become Lucy when you're able to use 100% of your brain power, and basically, you're going to have to tithe. But don't you dare. Don't you dare go in your pocket to do such. (laughs) Family. (laughs) So let me read that last sentence again. Mathematical equations and wheels in our DNA turn it into a biological supercomputer that feeds into the winged cherubim to the winged cherubim being our hippocampus the memory area of your brain. So that's is
1: that why our hair, when you pull that strength our hair is real curl, real our hair curls up.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And some other people who are uh, hybrids, if you will, who were produced, do not have that. Yes. Okay? Because your DNA, care what they tell you, your DNA and their DNA is different. Your DNA and their DNA is different. I'm going to say it again. They're the hybrid. If you want to understand what I'm talking about, watch the X-Men. Because we're talking about chromosomes here, X and Y. Watch the X-Men. Okay? So now you know what the cherubim represents. And if you ain't clear, we're going to keep going. And then other things will come into this, and you'll be able to relate the cherubim to the ark, right? And once you understand what the ark is now and how it works and where it fits within the human body construct, now you begin to have greater understanding of these biblical stories that have been interpreted to hide what's really going on and to control the masses to control the masses, okay? It's absolutely, it's just mind, I hate to say it, no pun intended, <laughs> mind-blowing. It is. Okay? It's all connecting. It <laughs> is. And they say the journey of the soul is filled with, now this is back to the other article, because I, 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 we got about 15 minutes, Sister Bill. Uh,
1: Less than that, probably about 10, about 7
2: and you got wow. some callers too. This is it. Okay, family. Well, for those of you who don't want to get cut off, and I'm hoping they're going to leave us on tonight, Right. call in on your phone and you'll be able to listen to the questions and the responses uh, after we go off the air. If you stay and only the, online, you will not be able to hear us. You're going to get cut off and you will not be able to the, call in. So go ahead, Susanna. And the call in number is
1: 347. Two one five eight zero four
2: one three four seven two one five eight zero four one. Okay, so I'll stop right there uh, because you know, again, I, we won't have no time. But I just wow, need to get that, that in there. So I'm looking at this
1: article you was reading. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's talking yeah. about the seahorse. <laughs> I
2: mean, that is correct. <laughs> When we dealt okay. with the cosmos, the supernova yeah. 1987A, we went through this thing with the seahorse. Oh, yeah. And how that seahorse basically is talking about memory. And remember now, the hippocampus is, is related to this white horse, the Pegasus. Pegasus. And that that constellation is called the Pegasus constellation. That's the area of memory that's being... Uh, uh, resurrected, right, the second coming in the cosmos that's going to trigger the second coming in our minds. And as we move away from the cosmos and now we're exclusively in the mind, we seeing that this process, this information is saying exactly the same thing. Again, as we go along, we're going to put it all together so you can see how the zodiac adds up in this too. It's all the same stuff. I'm trying to give it to our people. I could give it to you all at once, but it'll it'll be even more confusing. So what I'm trying to do is give it to you a piece at a time. You know, let's stick with this part, and then we'll go and deal with the Zodiac. Every now and then I'll bring in some little Zodiac references to get you primed for this, okay? But overwhelmingly I'm trying to stay within the confines of body so that you understand that process so that when I begin to go into the zodiac, this will automatically trigger the stuff that we dealing with right now. Just like the stuff in the cosmos that's what the bear that just got through talking about. So you'll see it it's all it all adds up. So with that family, I won't I won't take it any further. I'll I'll leave it right there. And again, we only scratch the surface. Trust me, family. We only scratch the surface because I didn't get back to ancient chemists to show you the relationship with stuff that, again, we've already dealt with. But I, I keep going back to ancient because I don't want you to 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 get caught up origin you know, of this stuff. It's your thing. And I'm going to show you with stuff that we've already dealt with some time ago. Wow.
1: I mean, it is so clear why they cut Samson's hair off, all of that power. I mean, your hair that is, is just representing the spiral, and all of that power and information, and the connection to the ancestors,
2: and the, oh my God, it's just all and connecting. Then, and you said a mouthful, Bill. Oh my God, <laughs> that is exactly what this is. And let me, let me, I'm gonna take you back, family, real quick, or uh, half a minute to Weird Web. W Y R D W E B weirdweb.eu dot EU about the Egyptian pillar of God. Remember that article? And let me let me just enlighten you here or refresh your memory because I was going here. I didn't get a chance. Here's what it says real quick. Our bone structure converts vibrational energy to your spine. Picture uh the serpent. Our bone structure vibrational energy such as sound or light into magnetic and electric energy. When the bone is bent, it produces an electromagnetic field. The electromagnetic field interacts with the pineal gland and creates a feedback cycle. The electromagnetic field of our body, the aura, is a combination of all kinds of waves called a standing wave. When the electromagnetic field acts as a standing wave, all the waves are in harmony. The human body is in harmony when the total field of all of all of the separate electromagnetic fields of the body act as a standing wave. The standing wave appears when the spinal wave of the vertebrae of the body is in special alignment. This alignment happens when the Jed is raised. The Jedi. Mm. That's your backbone. The lightsaber, the lightsaber, the green lightsaber, saber, is your backbone and symbol used by the Jedi to conquer left brain, Darth Vader. Hmm. Leave it right there, Mr. Bad. We didn't get to that today. Wow. That, that's right. That was on my agenda today, but again, this sometimes, because this is coming off the top of my head, and based on the research, it, it's spontaneous and it requires what I may think that you may not know, so I'm compelled to give explanation for things. So that's why sometimes it takes a while. It's like your preacher when he misinterpreting what he reads.
1: Right. And, you know, I'm looking and I'm thinking, you know, they came out. There's so many women. It's men too, but it's a lot of women who – our balls because they've been using this weave and all of that chemicals on their hair. I mean they literally took a lot of the power out of you. I mean you got it in your DNA but I'm just looking at how important your hair is because it is it, it looks, it represents it, it's just like your DNA is coming from there.
2: That is correct. I'm I'm gonna take you a a step further, Sister Bear. If anybody uh-huh. pull up the a picture of these recent entities you will see that these are not straight lines. These mm. are wavy lines with a curve. Wavy lines with a curve. Check them out. These entities, these light entities, these new beings that are watching over everything, these angles of light. Check it out, family. Don't take my word. All work.
5: right. <laughs>
0: Okay,
1: Robert X, I'm going to open up these lines. They have questions for you. Um, area code 443. 443? We lines with a curve.
2: Check them out. These, 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 these lights, these, these, these new beams that are watching over here, these, these angles of light.
0: Check it out, fellas. <laughs> Don't
1: take them <a> look. <laughs>
2: It sounds like me. Four four cancer. a open up
1: these lines. They have questions for
0: you.
1: Like um, three. Four four area. I
0: four think four four sometimes four you do be you need do be dead. It's just dead before long. Four four three. three.
1: <laughs> well, they don't know he's listening so to him. Okay, I'm gonna move on. Uh seven seven three well, eight. At
2: nine, least we five. know At least we uh-huh. know whoever that was, they was enjoying the broadcast, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. Seven
1: seven
2: three
5: eight nine five. Yes, I'm here, sister Beth. what's going on, Brother Robert's brother D from the forum. How you doing? Hotel, my brother. Hotel. 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 I called in late, so um uh-huh. quick quick thing I noticed this morning. I know her I know how you are about sports, but <laughs> that um I, I found the article this morning dealing with uh, Miss Beyoncé uh-huh. and um it's interesting to note to the family that um during her performance she actually mentioned um a restaurant and I get this called Red Lobster. And yeah. by them by her mentioning the name of the new song, their sales went up thirty three percent. Wow. Yeah. You know, I yeah don't b- don't believe right and, and, and this article came from the business insider now what's interesting um going down to the article real quick it says that um in the song called formation beyonce refers to red lobster as a reward for sex
2: see family that's the fish now and we'll- now i want the families <laughs> to tell me if if you ain't feeling that there's something else going on here beyond what uh-huh. we would normally yeah. see,
0: yeah,
2: right. Remember now, we started this thirty-three thing last week. That's this is that was pre-Super Bowl.
1: Yeah.
2: So, and let me add this uh, to the mix. Didn't know this until Brother Daisy informed me of this. Maurice White was earth, wind and fire,
0: Mm-hmm. Was a
2: student early on of Doctor Delbert Blair.
1: Ah, no wonder.
2: Exactly. That's why I had to mention him yesterday. But, brother, I I appreciate that, my brother. That's right on it. And this brother, uh, I can tell you, uh, just watching his growth, he'll tell you himself, uh, just, you know, he's been coming out. His growth potential in terms of the things that he's seeing, he's letting me know because he's sending me text messages and things like that. Where well, he's seeing eleven, eleven, and all kind of stuff, that was <laughs> probably not so obvious before. Is that not
5: correct? That hey, that's true. You hit it right on the head.
2: So that's what's going on here, family, and that's why he saw that thirty-three. All right. Well, thank you, caller,
1: for that. After all right, thank you
5: Saturday, then, my brother. anytime. Yeah.
1: Okay.
5: See you Saturday okay.
1: All right, we gotta open up uh nine oh
0: eight six four four. Nine oh eight six
1: four
4: four. Well wait a minute.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's go to eight four three six one zero.
3: Well, I am definitely paying attention. Greetings, family, greetings. Oh, greetings. Sister greetings. Bear with that first open line. Was you enjoying uh you just wanted to hear your own voice, hear how you sound <laughs> on the air, didn't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, sir, yes sir. Hold greetings, brother XS, greetings. Uh, since you brought in uh you know, the information on Kemet, you know, Egypt. Um, how about the North West Africa here? I got blown out about three years ago by some friends because they got a lot of information, pregnant information, but this is my point. I seen some information about the stones that make up the pyramid came from Arizona. Horace Butler, when rocks cry out, he speaks on the correlation between the Chemites that came here to the Americas were warring against the Chemites in in, yeah. in Africa. But, but overall, um, there's articles that's popping up more so now on the internet about the stones that made up the pyramids came from Arizona. Yes. Arizona has the only place I think on the planet where the stones, with limestone or whatever, yes. is very prevalent, supposedly, and it came from Arizona. Do you, you, uh, do you speak to that? Do you have any information? I, I on haven't. That?
2: I haven't spoke to it, but I'm aware of that brother's research, based on a member of the family, turning me on uh, uh, to some of his research. And if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Arizona originally a part of what we call today Latin America, or Mexico? Exactly, and that ancient Cometen uh, science that certain areas down there in Latin America today, because they've changed the language to hide the truth even more. Okay, more, even more. No pun intended, but pun intended. <laughs>
0: That's is, right. <laughs> and that
2: you'll find that more science is really ancient Cometen science. Right? Mm-hmm. And that you can connect a lot of the places down there to ancient African symbology, Comedan symbology. Same stuff because we were world travelers. And yes, not relegated indeed. to any one domain.
5: We attempted to-
2: Yes. Oh yeah. That's why you'll find pyramids all over the planet. But the system of white supremacy is saying that they're the progenitors of much of these things. But as they go deeper, I may not be here to see it, but they'll find ancient African symbols um, and faces. They go with the places because you always find them, always. They may not want to process where they don't have any other choice.
3: Just like what what I've seen on H two. They found, I think, a temple of ISIS. You know, I know you know about the one in Arizona, but there's one in Utah also. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. Utah? uh, Yes, brother, in Utah.
2: Wow. I didn't know that. Again, I'm not surprised at any of this. (laughs) Seriously. In that position of knowledge. It's just, and again, this is in large part due to the internet. Mm-hmm. Because now we have means of putting the pieces together that we didn't have before. So you get a piece here, a piece there, and before you know it, you got the whole puzzle sitting right there in front of you figured out.
3: Yes, indeed. That's what's happening. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to um, my. Well, the family opening up and stop being fearful of um, the so called wilderness because um, our ancestors, you know, our intuition will guide us to some of these places. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because the first person I suppose found that temple in, at least that's what they said on TV, found the mm-hmm. temple in, in Utah. He brought so many artifacts out of there, but, but when he died, his nephew or whoever who inherited it, mm-hmm. he melted everything down. He made copies of it in brass. But he, you know you know saying. He melted everything down and sold the gold, dude.
2: Again,
3: not surprised.
2: I am not surprised. And by the way, uh, as a point of reference, the wilderness is that 90% of the brain. That's the wilderness.
3: I anticipated, man, because what you were talking about, about opening up, You've got to cut me off because i got 9,000 things I want to say. But when you're talking about <laughs> opening up and utilizing all the, you know, manifesting into Lucy, mm-hmm. yeah. and I took my seatbelt off when you went there, I'm ready to float on that one.
2: Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to attempt to go there, brother, as best we can. As long as they don't cut us off, we're going to cut everybody on.
4: Mm. Uh,
0: and see. that's
2: another on word, okay? That "on" is an electrical term, or "ohm," which is a ohm, system of measurement in yeah, electronics. Yeah. Mm. On and ohm, the "n" and the "m" are interchangeable. They both represent. Wow, ohm. ohm. Yeah,
1: that's 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 real deep when you do your meditation. Oh, yeah. it vibrates. It vibrates your whole yeah.
2: body. Yes, no question about it. That the, you're basically accessing the electric terminals in your bodies. Mm-hmm.
3: One more question.
2: Go Thanks, sir,
3: Sister Bev. I appreciate you. I'm gonna have, I don't ahead. know what I'm going to have to see. Some flowers or something. Lord. Um, <laughs> we are
1: learning. We are learning.
0: It's, it's
3: good. It's good. I, I, I seen say, on YouTube this guy talking about. Obama's Mars jump, which is another reason why he was initiated into the presidency. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was, but um, a few friends were speaking on something that they heard about those people who call themselves Jews came from Mars.
2: Now, I can't speak to that, but uh, again, you you basically opened up another meme, so let's see where it takes us.
3: Mm. Indeed, I saw. Indeed. I
1: think I seen that caller. Just personally, I wasn't feeling it when the guy. The was thing heading, about Obama's Mars about, jump, or,
3: or about those Cazars oh, no, coming from ab- Mars.
1: About I, not, I didn't see the Obama about these guy that was talking about that they came from Mars.
4: Okay. That they came okay. from
1: another planet. Wasn't they on there talking about that the? European came from another planet Or something
0: Maybe
1: No you specifically talking different. about The Jews
3: just the people who call themselves Jews not not all I was looking at something else Okay
2: well they claiming They appear to be claiming Every habitable planet in the solar system Because I right. ain't got to hear nobody They, they claiming Saturn as well, right? That's what they do <laughs> <Did you, laughs> The Jews are trying do. to claim Saturn too Yeah, yeah Saturn. they're
1: claiming everything
2: that's
3: why they wear the shield, the six point star. Oh yeah. Wow. See now That's I personally it. felt that they was doing those things because of um stealing our inheritance, still you know, trying to steal our foundation, just like how they trying to um use crayola crayons and, and, and paint all the hieroglyphs and whatnot, you know. Yes, so you think um, they
1: just gonna stop there? Uh, we that we are the universe.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, And that's
2: why everywhere we go now, they're confirming it all the time. They keep finding these ancient African artifacts.
3: That's right. We don't have these big feet for nothing, do we? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir, my brother. No question about it.
1: Well, thank you, Carla. We'll continue next week.
3: I appreciate you, Sister Beth. I I, pre- I love and appreciate both of you. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'm definitely going to, you know, I'm, I'm stuck on them archives. I listen all the time. I go back because there's so much information being shared. But, again, I, I thank yeah. you, and I will definitely be on early uh, Monday evening. Okay. okay.
1: Time, thank brother. you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Yes. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm going to open up another line, uh, 504-314. <laughs>
6: Uh, okay. Yes, this is... Uh, hello?
1: Yes, we hear
6: yes, sir. you. <laughs> yes, this is Falando from um, New Orleans. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, I wanted to um, speak on... Earlier, you were was, you was talking about the dimensions of uh, crashing or uh, uh, opening up. Yes. Um, in 2014, at the age of 34, I became mm-hmm. conscious at 33, just like I had took off or to the to the cosmos, like astral travel. But at the age of 34, my my pineal gland had opened up, and my third eye had opened up, and I seen some entities, man. Just as soon as I crossed and went to the medium to the neutral ground, it's like an entity followed me and was like chasing me. When I stopped, it stopped. I took off, it took off, like kind of kind of torn with me. You see what I'm saying? I right. had have had three UFO contacts, and every time that I had the contact, it was at three thirty three. Wow! Because I I looked at my clock, and after I raised wow. my third, yeah, when my third eye had opened up. When my third eye had opened up. I woke up for nine days straight at three thirty three in the morning. Just how about many days? Door, Nine days nine. straight. Okay. Just check. I just popped I, I just popped up out of bed like I just popped up. As soon as I popped up, I woke up and I guess my third hour was online because I, I I wake up and I look to the left or look to the right and every time I turn my head, I guess because my third hour was online, I knock something down in the room. Like something will fall. Right.
2: But yeah, but <laughs> I, I got the book left I I trying
1: what did uh-huh. these entities look like? To
6: you? what did they look like? It it, it was it, it was like a it was it, it was like a silhouette. It it wasn't like a real a regular human, but it was a human with a black. He had a black hat, and it looked like it was the color of white or gray, and it was like a silhouette. And it was like it it wasn't really in tune like um, like we move around in third dimension. It was like <laughs> moving.
2: He gone. Wow. Well, (laughs) that that may have been him in duality. Uh, That may have been you in another dimension. And I would just ask the brother. Exactly. Whenever he will move, Uh it will move. When he Uh will stop, it will stop. So I would just Uh ask the brother to send me an email, and I'll send him my phone number, and we can continue the dialogue. You know.
1: What's your email? Put put your email. Mcc.
2: MCCRAYR9599 at Yahoo, because I spoke to another brother who has an ex- a, a very similar experience to what you just described. And again, I'd like nothing better than to get both of these brothers online so they, they can basically compare notes and they'll see that they're mm-hmm. not uh, having these experiences singularly.
0: Right. Right. Okay.
1: Well, uh, that's it for now, uh, Brother Robert X. And uh, you'll let me know if you're coming on next week or not, then I can let yes. the, the family know. Okay. Yes, by Thursday. Okay. All if I don't right, you an uh, email,
2: sister Bev, you send me one. Uh-huh.
1: I will. And uh, okay. I just want the family to know, uh, thank you, uh, Robert X. Hotef. We appreciate you. We love you deeply. And uh, Eric L. is going to be on uh, Friday. I call him the decoder. You know the guy that yeah. calls me and Robert X, okay?
0: Yes. So he will yes. be
1: with us Friday, and he's going to do some decoding here for us. So that should be Excellent.
0: interesting. Excellent. Okay. Excellent.
1: Well, well, love you, Robert X, and uh, we will talk to you next week.
6: And love, love you, too, you family.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hotel, peace family. And love. Hotel, peace and love. Until next week.
0: Roots music for the twenty first century. Reality music. Wordstone and power the rascal from the island of Jamaica. To internationally,
3: to the world. Oh. Acorns knows that when you're in school, money can be tight. There's books, there's supplies, there's Buffalo Chicken Pizzas at 2 a.m. Acorns can round every purchase up to the nearest dollar and automatically invest your spare change for you. Turn that pizza into small steps towards your future. Plus, Acorns is giving students a $10 bonus investment. Go to acorns.com slash college to get started. Investment advisory services offered by Acorns Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.
4: When you want to bet on sports, played on a field or ice or course, Bed Rivers is the place.
2: a smile on your face. Bet on the sports you love with BetRiver Sportsbook.
0: Take a chance!
2: Must be 21 plus, available in Michigan only. Void or prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117.